0: Hello, fellows. Do I do I sound any different to you? Do I sound clearer, maybe? Do I sound like I'm I have more dynamics to my voice today? Sounds
1: like your clouds have been lifted.
0: You so happy. sir hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. How did you know that? Has have you I... been looking at my Amazon purchases?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe Biden actually sends me a detailed report of all your internet activity on uh, a, a weekly basis. It uh, was daily, but it was getting a bit much, so now yeah, it's
0: weekly. Yeah, I can understand that. Nobody no, the cloud lifter is the classic preamp lead. to Absolutely. use with the SM7. That's why uh, I could kind of tell that you got one. Really? Yeah, it, I did some testing with this SM7B um, without the cloud lifter, just into a mixer, and then with the cloud lifter into the mixer. It was a big difference, a very SM- big difference.
1: The SM7s require quite a bit of game.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I sus- my suspect I suspect some uh, impedance issues going on too, because even the overall EQ of things changed.
2: Hmm. Did, did I miss something? Did you Did you buy something and not tell me about it? I did. It?
0: I sorry. I should. have... Uh, yeah. See, he said your clouds have been lifted, and I did indeed buy the cloud lifter mm-hmm. device that you plug it into. And uh, I can't show it to you because the okay. cable's what, not long enough. What
2: What the flying fox is a cloud lifter.
0: It is a little device, kind of like kind of like a little preamp that you connect microphones into. Mm-hmm. that then gives you a good, strong signal to pump out to others.
2: So this yes. is an unnecessary toy that I need to buy myself, you're telling me.
0: If you have a SM7B or, a, a, I don't know, maybe some other ribbons or something that need a good, strong signal, it's a good device. Mm. Pleasantly surprised with it. Um, so in fact, fact I'm, me... allured, I'm clipping. I might be clipping a little bit right now. You don't sound like you're clipping, okay. but...
2: You're telling me that not only do I need to buy a cloud lifter, I should also buy new microphones to play with too. I love these Um, seven B's. Your next thing,
0: I mean, they're expensive, but they just work great for not only vocals but guitar cabs. Um, I used to use a fifty-eight SM fifty-eight. It was it was pretty good too for something like this, especially because I move around and, and fidget a lot. And uh with like a good condenser might you hear all that stuff. You hear the chair squeaking, you hear mm-hmm. everything. You hear me breathing heavy, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially after I compress the tarnation out of our vocals, mm-hmm. uh, which I do quite a bit. Yeah. Can we release LA-2A a little 1176? Called, called the Tarnation.
2: I think that should be the name of our next <laughs> The Tarnation compressor. Guitar Nation. Mm. Oh, the Guitar
0: Nation. Whoa, mind yeah. blown. <laughs> <sighs> or we could just call it the gu- the guitar presser, you know? No, that makes G- no sense. The, the git presser. The gitcom. No. Again, you you should Help. not be allowed near names. No. I can't
1: I can't believe they don't let you name things around here. We but...
0: just go to this one site, open AI. <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: Banned no. from using it, Brian. Right? Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's getting less useful because it's using itself as a reference point and making <laughs> mistakes more and more. I think AI is going to kill itself. What
0: What are you using it for? I still find it incredibly useful. Just not, you know, just depends what I'm doing, if,
2: Memes, doing with it. Memes, pranks, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Oh. A, I haven't had time to
0: use any Dude, any uh, computers. Upload some CSV, CSV files into it. It's pretty fascinating what you can do with it.
2: I will just look in my collection of random CSV files and just (laughs) upload them and see what happens, shall we?
0: Well, here's Um, an example. You could take all the blogs that we've ever written and then, you know, have it just like quickly upload it and say, okay, which... What are the type of topics that generally do well for a blog on our website with this data? Or I could go,
2: what's an article that I'd like to read that other people would like to read, which takes less time? See,
0: that's... That's a little anecdotal, though, you know. (laughs) And you think AI won't be anecdotal? I think it's going to analyze the metrics.
2: Yes, it'll be anal Um, (laughs) anecdotal.
1: Probably should have said that. It'll use itself as a reference and analyze, like, well, this is what I would want to read. So, Richard, you should make a, you know, CSV file that is slightly, you know, as far as computers are concerned. And you would know about that kind of thing with your background. (laughs)
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I was wondering how that would be blended in. Uh, mm-hmm. But AI has been used this week to do something interesting. Do you see? Sir Paul of McCartney, he of the Beatles. He I think I've used, heard of them. Have you heard of them? They yeah. were a, a small beat combo from the Merseyside area of England in the 1960s. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They got big in Hamburg, if I remember correctly. That's it. They, I hamburger. It. Is that a city,
0: in, <laughs> city over there? I'm from Hamburger.
1: <laughs>
2: Hamburg, Germany. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they've used AI to clear up the vocals on a taped demo from John Lennon and create a mysterious new Beatles track, although there is quite a bit of speculation over which track it is. Uh, But I found that really interesting that it beat humans, because you would have thought with the clever production people he's got access to, they'd have been able to clean up anything. But no, it took AI to actually clean this up to a satisfactory amount. What do we think of that chance? I'm
0: ready for it. Just okay. do
2: it. I'm I'm ready to head to the hills.
0: This this is I mean I just want AI to be able to do something like let's say I'm like I'm going to a gig, I'm playing these songs. Go ahead and spit out a file for me to use in my little mo- my little uh profile loading device that's going to allow me to play all these songs with the Telecaster and a Fender Deluxe Reverb. And then it just spits out all the effects in the perfect order, the perfect parameters, all that kind of thing.
1: Although what it will really do is like, Brian, this is uh, completely pointless. I will simply use an artificial Brian plugged into yes. the sound system to play this for everyone.
0: Brian, that's even better. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to be there and I get paid. Hell yeah. yeah you the don't the get AI paid. You're not getting paid. That's the
2: kicker. <laughs> it, 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 the AI system is like, Brian, Please insert your little finger into my USB socket, and it electrocutes you so that you cannot perform. That's what's Mm -hmm. happening, Bri, and you are the reason Mm -hmm. that it's happening. No,
0: sir, I don't Mm -hmm. believe that. Don't believe that at all.
2: It doesn't
1: like you. It doesn't want you to survive. It doesn't want you to do anything. It wants you to become a battery. That's what it wants you to be. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I'm big enough to be a battery. All right, Neo. It wants you to be a battery. That's all it will, will be. We'll a 9-volt
0: be... battery? Because, you know, those are useful in guitar pedals.
2: Look, yeah, don't, I won't have a use for guitar pedals. Don't mock it, Bri. My, my, my vast collection of one 9-volt batteries has been powering every smoke alarm in all of my family's <laughs> houses forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they're, in, they're main wired. Um no, I think that's really interesting, though. It it remains to be seen, because if the single comes out and it's just complete pap and it sounds terrible, then I will have proved myself both right and wrong. But if it comes out and the single is brilliant, then what possibilities are next? Because we know it's pretty easy for AI to replicate a, a famous voice. So when are we going to see a virtual Elvis album?
0: Oh, that's got to be soon. You know, That's got to
2: be the first, surely. He's yeah. got to
0: be the easiest to replicate, because there's a
2: very distinctive voice and a lot of recording material.
0: <coughs> yeah, I still come back around to how far are we away from just having AI throughout new podcasts?
1: <laughs> it already you know? did. Remember the Avenge Sevenfold thing?
2: Yeah. Yeah? Remember? Uh, Brian I don't remember doesn't, that. because no. wh- whilst he spends his time... Programming artificial intelligence, he forgets to maintain a healthy amount of human intelligence, and his brain cells are slowly
0: degrading. I didn't like see what happened with. Battery. with uh, we, we covered Aven- it on
1: this very podcast.
0: Uh, it slipped from RAM. Sorry, that that somebody <laughs> and I, I can't
1: remember if it turned how it shook out at the end of the day, but somebody like got into the Avenged Sevenfold's podcast, which I wasn't aware existed, but apparently they have. A podcast?
2: But they got like the unproduced files, didn't they? And there was some like hackery involved. They in like fighting. edited
1: them to make it sound like they were cancelling a tour date or something. I don't remember all the details, but there was AI involved in hacking around with the... I uh, do
0: remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. That's been a while back. Yeah, I don't remember
1: all the details, but I do remember that it happened. So there's that. We're not and detail, I listen so to an AI, AI podcast. Blake, who cares?
2: Mm-hmm. We're just more about the general sp- sort of ideas...
1: We're not detail here. We don't get into details. We don't get into details like Kevin Shield's
2: new pedal that he released today. We're not gonna see, get into that. I mean, I'm quite amazed by this. What well, number one, I'm amazed how mental the internet has gone as a result, because everyone is like, whoa. Whereas me, I flicked past it and went, huh, Fender are releasing a MIDI controller, are they? And then I looked at it, and I was like, I see all the foot switches, I see the knobs. Oh, what that's That's a fuzz pedal? Yeah. A fuzz pedal with four switches? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, does the world need that? Yes. It's going to take up a lot of real estate on your pedal board. Who
1: uses a
0: pedal board anymore? A Fender Blender with a lot of stuff on it. Then Did you just say who uses a pedal board anymore? Yeah, who uses those?
1: The real way is to scatter it all over the floor and have unlimited board space. That's really hard to do when you play a club. Your AI's playing the clubs for you. Who cares? That's a good point. Mm -hmm. You can just sit at home and put Mm -hmm.
2: pedals on your floor. I'm not following that one. (laughs) That's right. Like a gentleman. So this is uh, the... What was the name? My Bloody Valentine signature pedal, right? Correct. Are you a fan of the uh, erstwhile named pop group? Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm like diehard, but I
1: do really enjoy... Getting, gazing at the shoes once in a while. See, you know? I've
2: never listened to my bloody Valentine. Um, I have to confess that is not a band that has ever come out of my Spotify speakers or my iTunes speakers. But um, I'm guessing it's stoner doomy type stuff. Is
1: it? No, it's more. It's they're like one of the original shoegaze bands. It's not quite that aggressive, but they're. It's quite. Uh, it was quite different, especially for the time. I mean, he was famous for using just massive amounts of effects and creating giant guitar sounds. I like them so. already.
2: Yeah. I should probably check them out. A lot of my friends were into them, and they definitely were adjacent to some, some of my music tastes. I'm actually kind of surprised you haven't listened to them before. I mean, I may well have heard it and just it, it not registered that that's who they were because there were so many other cool bands that I was listening to at the time that they took my mental space. Like the That's doors. possible. Uh, what? That, you said cool bands. <laughs> uh, but no are you going to tell
0: but, me about this about this Fender Shields Blender thing yeah what no. uh, I see the word blender <laughs> oh. but what does it mean
1: what what pedal is it this is the Fender Blender do you remember that pedal Brian probably re- oh I no. do
0: yeah, yeah old yeah, fuzz yeah. pedal yep
2: but uh, do you remember it Richard I don't. What was, the, um, what was the basic topology? What are we talking about here?
0: Uh, transistors arranged in a way that creates the Fender Blender schematic. Oh, fantastic.
2: <laughs> now now I am filled with all the knowledge I need to talk about this as if I'm an expert. Look, is it a fuzz face, is it a muff, or is it a tone bender? Uh,
0: no. No and no.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, you yeah, no. missed an
0: opportunity there, didn't you? Um, <laughs> right. It, hold on. I gotta, I'm being bombarded with ads here. Okay, oh. so let's see. We have a... Oh, I'm, I'm wrong. We have a fuzz phase circuit. Thank you. That then goes into... Okay, so we're taking the signal, we're splitting it up, we're then clipping both of those waveforms, but differently, because they're out of phase. Then we're clipping to ground, then we have uh, what looks like an EQ section... And then a transistor gain stage out. Yeah, so the only thing, like, it's a fuzz face with a bunch more stuff.
1: Oh. Have you played one?
0: Epiphone. Yeah, a long time ago, yep. yeah.
1: They're, they're a wild pedal. I played the old ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're actually, like, you think of Fender and you think of things that are probably a little more uh,
0: pedestrian, I guess, for lack of a better term.
1: The Fender Blender is gnarly. Yeah, like it it is a brutal fuzz.
0: Yeah, it's going to give you like a high octave up thing. It looks like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, it's so a why lot does of people. They need four
0: four foot switches.
2: Well, because <laughs> why don't? <laughs> what do you? they do? Do they engage different gain stages? Do they? So in
1: this one, they've actually made the octave controllable. In the original one, it was just kind of part of it. So I'm not sure if that's digital or if it's a volume on. Volume control for an analog octave. Um,
0: Uh, You could do that. You could control the volume of that part right there.
1: Yeah, and so the and I'm not sure what the sag control does here, but you can turn it on and off, which is interesting to me.
0: I'm gonna guess it's doing some something with voltage. Okay. I mean, even I could have guessed that. Bry, come on. Yeah, but I need specifics, man.
1: I genuinely don't know why you would want to turn that part on and off, but hey, I'm not Kevin Shields. Um, and then the uh, what I'm just fascinated by is like, look at this enclosure. Like that, it a, does
2: look nice.
1: That is a lot of work there that, that they put into that.
2: That is a lot of work. That's you know that's basically an amp chassis but in a pedal. <laughs> it's huge, and it's mono, which of course it would be, but it means there's a lot of space in that enclosure because the circuits are not filling that enclosure. Unless there's big bits in it. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's Only full-size components. Let's I don't see. know. A fuzz with an octave. $500? Bar.
1: What? It's $500. No, it's not. It's
0: 499 Sorry. $500 minus one cent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's important. It's important to know. It is if you're shopping um, at Costco. That, that's how you find out what's a... Sale price at Costco. There's my tip for you. If it ends $99, you can buy it the 99 cents. You can buy it the same price anywhere else. Do you think so? Yep. Because if they mark something down, it'll end 39, 79, or 59. If it ends 99, it can be bought for that price elsewhere. More Costco hacks next week.
0: Right. <laughs> I can't wait until our next next podcast. Like, uh, well, this has got like boring. a toe finish on it.
2: You see that by the switches. That's is like that, Yeah, it was
0: like Tolex on it, yeah.
2: That's how the original was, if I remember correctly. It, it's super vintage looking. I mean, right down to the typography, it's leaning into Fender's <laughs> old typography stylings, the, the, the sort of amp name and the controls. Obviously, it's using uh, Fender top hat style knobs, but it's using the ones off their hammer tone pedals, but black
0: ones. I'm trying to find what a current draw from it so I can see if it's digital or not. It's digital is going to be a higher higher uh, milliamp draw.
2: Well, allow me to help you, Bry. Okay. I don't know how, but please.
0: Just allow <laughs> well, me. we're going to allow you. Go ahead. Okay. It helps to look at the manual. I find. Well, I'm fine trying to find the manual. You got it? You got uh, it? Hold on. I Where did it, actually
2: get an email from Fender. literally came in um, as I was putting the notes together. But I
0: may have deleted it. I'm on Fender's website, and I do not see a way to download the manual.
2: Do you see a way to buy a bright pink Jazzmaster for your best friend in England?
0: I do not. I see (laughs) a paranormal Jazzmaster that's in blue. Paranormal, you say? That's what it says. Paranormal Jazz Master XII. What's XII? How do you even pronounce well, that? Ah, XII. Ah. So, here, Brian, X-E.
2: it's time for some education.
0: I'm teasing. Ah. I'm joking. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
2: Are you aware of the Romans? Are you aware of what they ever hey, did for see. us?
0: Ro- Ro- that's a pizza place, right? Yeah, that's right. So, huh. th- yeah. Uh-huh. Those
2: X's and those I's. No, the Romans? Pizza I
0: love that. I love their pizza. Fantastic. <laughs>
2: Uh, Yeah, now that that 12-string jazz master is a little bit challenging at the headstock end. I'm not a fan of the giant hockey stick headstock.
1: I don't like them either. I really, really don't. Some people think I'm crazy for that, but I'm glad that you're with me in solidarity there. I swing
2: both ways on this. Whoa, steady, steady. Hold on. Sometimes I think I like (laughs) it, and sometimes I'm like, no, it's disgusting. I think Um, it's terrible. That's one of the worst designs. Not a fan. Uh,
1: One of the worst aesthetic designs that Fender's ever done. In my opinion. Yeah,
2: it's mean, right
0: up there, yeah. It's not, it's not my favorite. Jay Mascus has his own pick tin? Yeah, what? don't you? I don't d- we all? I mean, he has a signature pick tin from Fender. I didn't I
2: did, know that. I, I didn't
0: know that either. Uh, that's interesting.
2: Maybe we should start making them for our signature artists. I did see something amusing on, uh, I think it was the, um, uh, well, it was the forum of a, you know, Fairly well liked pedal builder, uh, who's let's just say some of their some of their followers are a little bit on the dare I use the word cultish side. I mm-hmm. said cult. That's oh, one for a tone group. <laughs> Whoa! How dare you? Sir? How very dare you? They're fine people, all of them. Well, except that one. Um, no, uh, and they wrote, "Ha, look, Fender are getting in the limited edition game." I'm like, my guy. I'm pretty sure. Fender know this business better right. than nearly everybody else out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, They've the, done the limited edition thing. thing's
0: been done for years. Fender and years was probably one of the categories. first
2: people to do it. Um, have you heard of the <laughs> Fender Custom Shop? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of their long-standing association? Stroke grinding the money out of the Jimi Hendrix estate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or actually, grinding the money into the Jimmy Hendrix. Well, state, yes, rather. a bit of
2: both. And mm-hmm. uh, who are we to argue? Uh, Speaking I of do grinding, like did of you see Keeley's latest release? Oh, I'm so gutted about that. Made it made a. It, it was a herb grinder,
0: Bry. Mm-hmm. Oh, really?
2: Yes, yeah, for, for you you know, garlic, oregano. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Well, he's
0: he's it. had those before. He released a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: this one looks uh
0: looks a little beefier will have more heavy duty. Uh, see I'm going to Robert robertkeely.com right now. I think they're sold out, they, right? they're
1: sold out. So uh I think they're sold out before. These are chrome mm Mhm.
0: Well, i be gash darn. Yeah, for sold, pepper grinder. Yeah, I mean a, you need a quality pepper grinder. Yeah, you got to be able to get the right consistency with your pepper. It's very
1: crucial.
2: Green pepper, right? That's what we're talking about a here. A black pepper.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's what right this now. would be used for. Nothing Saltic.
2: else. Yeah, there's nothing else you'd
1: use it for. Uh, oh, Richard, that's a spice. I know you guys in the UK aren't used to using those, but yeah, pepper is a spice.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> how can someone from the land of squeezable cheese ever ever berate England for its craft artisan steak and kidney pies? We are, we are the masters of stodge in this country, I'll have you
1: know. I love living in the land of squeezable cheese. <laughs> and that's <laughs> sounds this like week's title. <laughs> the land of squeezable cheese. That sounds like a, a, a show that my kids would watch. Sounds like a
2: concept album that you and I need to work on immediately. Right? Oh, now you're
1: onto something.
2: Let's yes, go. the land of squeezable cheese. And
1: here I saw, we are um, in the land uh, of squeezable speaking cheese. Speaking of the
2: tone group, you weirdo. Um, One of our um, Tone Group members, uh, Maynard Puryear, put an amazing tip up. Uh, He has a leather punch that punches out, like, I think he said there were half-inch round leather circles, and he uses it to punch out his jewel lock, making little round jewel lock stickers to go on your pedals, meaning they stick perfectly. But you can pull it off with ease. And I've bought some of these. These are actually available to buy on Amazon. And he's right. This is the way forward for dual locking pedals on your pedal board. I think that's a great tip. That is a great
1: tip. Because, yeah, if you put too much dual lock on and too much is not that much, really. Right. It's impossible to get those things off without prying them.
0: I about broke a finger trying to get one off the pedal board once. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've literally had
1: to pry them off with like a
0: butter knife before. I use a uh, mm. screwdriver. Screwdriver. Flathead screwdriver. Mm-hmm. That, that's me prying the pedal off. You guys listening. hear
2: the
1: government trying to hack into our conversation I, right It's now?
2: not the first time I've heard it either. There's definitely some, oh, can I just say, non-human interference going mm. on with our recordings this Did evening. Did you hear that, Brian? Oh, mm. There it is again. What, right are you on
0: what are you hearing? I'm not hearing anything.
2: I think we're it's, hearing your clouds being lifted. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it is. <laughs> what does what it sound we're like? hearing is a mobile phone near a microphone. Whose mobile it phone like. is near?
0: Probably this one right here.
2: Uh huh. Mm. So that would be the microphone of audio expert and owner of Wampler pedals. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> about 46 other uh, brands associated
0: yeah. with audio I discovered. Sorry, that, that would oh, be God. the phone that the cloud lifter was sitting on top of. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a bad idea there. It's yeah. all pencils.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, that was a great tip. But speaking of tips, Gentlemen, now I have to be very careful what I say here because I am. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, Uh you do. But this week, I spoke to uh, somebody who spoke to David Gilmore and has had actual tips about compression. I spoke to someone. It yes. has spoken to yes. David Yes, <laughs> it, it's as close as I'm ever getting. It was I, David Gilmore's favorite grocery bag. Well, no, uh, this person is a very famous guitar player in his own right. I'll say no more than that. Um, it's not Brian. Uh, however, I can confirm, and this is an exclusive, that David Gilmore does like compressors. And that's all I can say. Does he like Corey Wong Not allowed to say anything else. I'm sure oh. he would if, if we sent him one. All right. You heard it here first. (laughs) That's
1: cool. Famous guitarist likes compressors. (laughs) Another breaking
2: news update from the Chasing Tone podcast. I was waiting for the sting. You've got your soundboard. Come on. (laughs) Thank you. Right.
1: We do have some actual breaking news, though. Do we? Yes, we do. Did (laughs) Did you hear about what happened with Moog? Oh no! Is it? This is breaking news. Mm-hmm. M- one more, come on, <laughs> one more. That was there. We go. <laughs> What's happened with Moog? Moog has been uh, sold or merged or however they want to frame it with uh, In Music. With who now? In Music, they own like M Audio and uh, Akai. Oh, you know, and... yeah, M Music. Mm. In- no, In Music is what it's called. Oh? I'm pretty sure.
0: All right, hold on.
2: In music. Yes, in music. Mm. Home of the world's premier music industry brands. That's what they say. Oh, yes. Akai, elesis Archaos, Denon DJ. I used to have some Denon uh, DJ decks. M-Audio, Head Rush. Wow, Newmark, Morant. So is this something to do with Philips then? Stanton, I bet this is something to do with Philips because they owned all of those brands at one point. I'm not sure exactly. I do know that the uh the comments
1: were not overly positive in the uh in that I'm actually not super familiar with controversy surrounding in music. I'd heard of them before. I of course knew a lot of their brands. Uh I like Akai stuff. You know, the MPCs are kind of I don't use them myself. I don't I'm not making beats all the time, but they're pretty uh universally loved in that world. It's um, funny, I
2: was scrolling past a bunch of studio hardware earlier. Uh, I may have been looking at an auction that's coming up tomorrow, and I scrolled past an Akai sampler, and I knew without even looking at it, I was like, oh, that's an Akai sampler. Scroll past. Mm-hmm. So they are absolutely um, world-leading in something. And the Morant stuff was always good. I was used to like that when I was into my hi-fi. Um, interesting. So, yeah. I mean, really, though, is is is... Moog, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. They're really just a plug-in company these days, though, aren't they? Their oh, hardware no. Sense, oh, uh, oh, are no, they still
1: no. selling a lot? I mean, I mean, I think they've been a little bit having, or having a, a difficult time financially for a few years, but they're still building everything there in Asheville. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they're still there. I mean, last time I was in Guitar Center, there was a bunch of Moog analog synths And in what there, sort Dubai. of fuzz
2: topology does it use? Is it a fuzz face? Is it a big muff? Or is it a tone bender? Because well, it's one of the three. Well, it was, these were the, the synths, the keyboards. I know who they are. I'm oh, joking. God, you're confusing. I could me. just see Brian glazing over all this synth talk. He's like, I can't play no country licks on a Moog. Hey, no B-benders on a Moog. I mean, they yeah, do I mean, have benders, there actually. Is, definitely. <laughs> oh, did we talk about uh, the glazer bender in the Acoustasonic?
1: I. It sounds vaguely familiar.
0: Did we well, talk about that? If already? we did, I just. Uh, I probably just didn't listen because I'm not a fan of the acoustasonic. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm not going to bring it up. No, you can. I no, mean, no, no. Joe Glazer makes some great
2: he benders. He may have fitted benders into Acoustasonics. It may be the best guitar for you ever to buy, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I be love... Be put off by the fact you played one unplugged in a guitar
0: center for three seconds. I love Glazer that. benders. Not a fan of the Acoustasonics. <sighs> <sighs> because he
1: played one un- unplugged in a guitar center once.
0: It's just, yes. it's ugly <laughs> so as looked hell. It yeah. does it sound that great. Like, I like Telecasters. I like Strats. I like... Oh, what? Uh, what what uh, has, <laughs> I like what has been uh, apparently deemed on the internet as boomer guitars. That's kind of my favorite types. Probably by other boomers, so, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm okay with it. Boomer bends. That's,
2: That's what we got to do. Speaking well, of boomer of guitars, did Joe Bonamassa have the most boomer new guitar day ever? I think he literally did. So He bought a 1950 Broadcaster so cool. from Norman's Rare Guitars. That's a that's a important piece of guitar history right there.
1: I mean, what number of broadcaster is that? Do we know? I do not know, but it's gotta be one of the first ones.
2: How Let me just text him real quick, I'll ask him. were, were made before they changed them to a Squires? I'm not actually sure. If only there it was some feel- kind of computer program that you could ask questions to and it gave you actual answers. That would be boring. That would be so boring. Are you talking about? Oh, never
1: mind. We're we're not to utter its name.
2: We're not to utter its name. Mm-hmm. Chat GPT. Uh, oh, there <laughs> he is. Look, he's awake. So, how much did he pay for this here guitar? I don't know that that is public information. I don't think it is. Uh, what are we speculating that that guitar's worth? I mean, it's going to be at least a hundred I'm going to say two fifteen.
1: With an absolutely no way to verify that, I'm, okay. that's what I'm going to say.
0: I, I see here that it says Bonamassa owns approximately 500 guitars and 500 amps. Ah. He has to have like a staff of people just keeping everything
2: operational. Uh, Hundred percent. Real
1: quick, Richard. There are. It is said that fewer than two hundred and fifty Fender broadcasters were ever made before a cease production order came from the Gretsch Company because of its trademark term, the broadcaster broadcaster with the K.
2: yeah, Yeah. Which, ironically, Fender then ended up buying Gretsch. So yeah uh, Chokes on remember, you drummer boy
1: right. I, can't, I can't remember exactly how that works it's something to do like Gretsch has the rights to use, or fender has the rights to use the Gretsch brand and name in guitar but like the Gretsch company still owns the drum part something like that it's, it's Spe- some weird hybrid
2: fender and legalities i just want to give a good shout out to uh our friend bry mr joe morgan who has made some fine-ass... Oh, I said a swear word. No,
0: Joe's making killer guitars. Uh, Guitars.
2: He's had a little bit of trouble from the Fender lawyers. They yeah, the headstock, and they've said, it's a little bit... Yeah, there's sticklers on the headstock, for sure. I wonder... Well, apparently, it was signed off originally uh, by them, and then they went, oh, no, actually, we've got a lawyer who's not doing anything this month. Let's let's get (laughs) him to look at it again. Um, But I wonder, do they have a full-time legal team that just... Sues people or or takes legal action against people for headstock infringements because that is a full time legal position. Headstock lawyer. I'd right? love to be a headstock lawyer.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be fascinating.
1: I, well, the reason they're so particular about the headstock is because that's the only thing they have a list left. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, I can't talk the today. Font. That's Don't touch the typeface. That's true. That's true. But like, that's how they. If everybody remembers correctly, they, that's how, how those all, we can get teleclones and all that stuff mm-hmm. because they didn't protect it to begin with. Yes.
0: What's the company that makes all the clones? Like what? No, I want to say clones, but more like. Uh, um, you are talking about the Empire the in Star for? Wars. No. Oh. It's a demon effects that makes petals yeah. that look yeah. exactly in a yeah. branded exact. Yeah. Yep. Demon Looking FX. at the Friedman be beod Deluxe. Friedman spelled with two E's. So, surely the I mean, is Demon Effects or someone like that? Are they going to start making fienders?
1: I think that you the know? the Demon Effects is from, if I remember correctly, China. So kind of hard to take legal action against
0: them, which is why they can yeah. get away with that. So there indeed could be Fender telecasters, and oh, there's not a I damn mean, thing we, to be done then, huh? Well, we Unless you, you have ch-
2: lots of money. Well, the Chipsons are out there on Wish. If you want to go and buy a Chinese-made Fender Strat, you can buy one for $100. Mm-hmm. You can have a custom shop Strat for $100. It will look exactly like a custom shop Strat if you look at it from a long distance with a pair of binoculars oh. pointed the wrong way. I, that gives
0: me a video idea.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you should buy one and see how bad it is. My cousin oh, yeah. did this. My cousin Paul, who listens to this, he he's always fancied a Rickenbacker, so he bought a Chinese clone of a Rickenbacker off Wish.com, and it turned up, and he said it looked fantastic. But he said the 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 neck, well... I think he described the fretboard as three-dimensional and not in a good way. I think think you would need to have a severely deformed hand to play it well anyway. Let's put it that way.
0: I want to buy one of
2: these. Where do I buy one? Wish.com. Alibaba.com. Buy Uh, five.
0: Buy your friends of them for Christmas. Probably not going to put my credit card in those places. but
2: That's okay. Use
1: Blake's like like I do. Oh, that's where all those weird purchases to all those websites that I can't even really say the name of in a family-friendly format like this. That's uh, where
2: those specialist phone line bills come (laughs) from. Oh, dude, this just reminded me. There was a time in the 80s when specialist phone lines were a thing, and we had an itemized phone bill, and... Let's just say we had one of my mum's male friends staying with us for an extended period of time when she was single, and a a single mum, and she had a a, a friend. And then we got the phone bill, and he'd been dialing these (laughs) specialist phone lines. Yes. Uh, My mother was not happy. Let's put it that way. But I took the blame, and it was not me. Um, You took the blame? Well, I essentially had no choice because he looked at me, and it was like... I see what's happening here. So,
1: Oh, I would have threw him so far under that bus.
2: I, I really should have right done, under. but the money that this afforded me as a result, silence <laughs> is golden, uh, and nothing is more golden than the silence of a guilty person. Uh, have you found it so you is you're looking him. for yet, Bri?
0: No, like, I'm trying to find one. I need to buy one. You're really going hard on the Wish.com right I, now. I, I'm not putting my credit card into Wish.com.
2: Sorry. I went into a guitar shop in uh, in New Delhi in India, and not one of the guitar brands was a brand I. Rec- I mean, they might have had a couple of Greco's and Fernandez guitars in, but they didn't have one single like major US brand guitar. Interesting. It was a shop just full of weird knockoffs.
1: Was it, Were they all knockoffs, or were there any like kind of original looking ones in there? No, they're all knockoffs. Every single one. So
2: wild. It is wild out there. Um, so yes, Joe Bottomass's boomer broadcaster. I think that's a very cool guitar. I think that's, that's a very expensive awesome guitar, guitar, but it's very yeah. cool. I can't wait to see him merchandise it into ashtrays, watering cans, garden <laughs> ornaments...
0: Hey, How Swing come Joe sets. doesn't sell any, any pot grinder? I mean, um, <laughs> uh, uh, herb grinders.
2: I don't know. I did get an email from him the other day, which was a bit bizarre because he was talking about Jimi Hendrix. I'm like, yeah, but you're not Jimi Hendrix. Uh, but Joe Bonner. Talking about Jimi Hendrix, huh? Yeah. He likes to do that from time to time. Joe Bonamassa. here we go. Uh, because I did see something <laughs> whoops right. sorry that was
0: an accident <laughs> accidentally touched that one
2: okay. that was my oh, fault hold on Joe Bonamassa lighters that's what we've got now yeah. the okay. Joe Bonamassa <laughs> the Joe Bonamassa Les Paul cookie jar I'm
0: not, <laughs> I, I'm not even joking uh, right. we need, need <laughs> pedal shaped cookie jars man wow. we didn't make that happen Mm-hmm. There isn't
2: something that can be merchandised that this guy hasn't made. How about this? A bona fide, Fender-inspired, tweed, high-powered, twin-amp replica clock.
1: <laughs> oh, you had me up to a point. I was like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, uh, clock.
0: I've been wanting to make a, a, a replica. At, I've already mentioned this, I don't know. But I want to take my doorbell ringer which is in the, about the size of, uh, scale-wise, of like a little small Marshall amp. Mm-hmm. You know, those little portable ones. And I <laughs> I want to take the guts out of one of those little Marshall amps and put my doorbell ringer inside this Marshall amp and yes. hang that on my wall as my doorbell ringer.
2: I mean, that is a very simple you know? project. I think yeah, you should fun. do that r- like now, yeah. like on the show. I think you should do it while- <laughs>
0: right now. All right, <laughs> hang on, I'll be right back.
2: Just a second. Uh, got to uh, get uh, my soldering iron. What the hell is this?
0: <laughs> uh oh. Join us next week while we Google for other things. has oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> he got a signature cognac as well?
2: Wow, huh? that doesn't suck. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what his tastes are
0: like. I need a signature p- peanut butter porter, that's what I need. <laughs> you have to be <laughs> careful how you say that.
2: That can
0: <laughs> a that portable peanut butter
2: arrested. porter. <laughs> no, that's I just, a, that's just not, not a bad know? one. We, there's massive, massive UFO news this week.
0: There is, um, and we only we should, have about eight minutes y- yeah, left to we, go. So. I was
2: going to say, we should probably move the USA... USA? We should probably move the USA to another country. <laughs> no, we should move <laughs> the UFO <laughs> to That's a good idea. Ah, uh, 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 yes. To yes. Um, but I'm just going to point out that the whistleblower this week has claimed that the American government has got uh, some form of agreement with non-human intelligence. Um...
0: I mean, what, I mean, how does that happen? Like, how do you speak English to it? You know? How does that happen? That's uh, a good question. How do, you, how do you make an agreement with something that doesn't communicate the same way that you do? <laughs> so, blog. I mean, we do you that. Could just just say, it's, like, it's like on being the on the Dr. podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, blog. that's a laser. You're shooting me with it. <laughs> that's not what I mean by signing the contract. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that on the Patreon, but there's a, a lot has happened in the, the world of UFOs. Oh,
0: yeah, especially um, the past few days. Yeah.
2: I am not going to get political. I am going to oh. mention,
0: but that
2: with all yeah. the stuff that's happened with Trump recently, they showed pictures of the shower where he kept various items. Two I'm comments. Sure. One. He needs to get a better interior decorator because if yes. he's that rich and his shower looks that chintzy,
0: wow! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's like he uh, hung up a sheet for a shower curtain, yeah. but he has a chandelier in there. I mean, so he right.
2: like, <laughs> and my mum share interior decoration hacks. Let's put it that way. Uh, but secondly, what's in the Gibson case? Did you see the Gibson case? I, I think see I know. The, I, I think I know it.
1: what's in there. Is it a Fender? I think it's a blues hawk. Uh-huh. That's what I think is in there.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: That's what I'm going with. That's my Who gave him my the Blueshawk? Is that a famous thing? Do you remember the Blueshawk? No. Well, you've been Googling this whole show. Why stop now?
0: <laughs> my hands, gentlemen, my hands have been where you can see them the whole time. It's
2: Brian whose hands are mysteriously unavailable for no, 90% of the show.
0: That's not true. That's not true at all.
1: The Gibson Blueshawk. That's what I'm going to say was in that case, even though we don't know. Uh, the Gibson Blueshawk was... Um, I don't hate it as much as other people do, but let's just say it no, was one of good the less. Grief. What is that? It, it's it was a it was a one An of abomination. It's one of the less popular items that Old Henry came up with back. Uh, in, yeah, in that uh, time period of Gibson, um, it's been a little bit
0: maligned. I, I've played them before. They I can play see fine. Why.
2: It looks um, like
0: a shark. I'm just, I'm just trying. <laughs> That's not a funny thought. I'm thinking of, you go to a blues jam and Donald Trump is there with his guitar like, I am the best. I am the best (laughs) at blues. No one is better than me.
1: No one is better. No one has had more blues than I've had. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fantastic. (laughs) I've I've had more blues than everyone since B.B. King.
0: (laughs) (laughs) People used to tell me, you... Are the epitome of the blues. And I would say to those people, I am the blues. That's right. So
2: (laughs) please send me $15. So that's the political section over. Uh, There there is a a non political thing, but it's political for you, Blake. Why? Have we discussed this uh, new white Epiphone Emily Wolf guitar? It's not political for me. I want that. Too. I mean, it is because you're probably going to need to buy it straight away.
1: I know. I, I, she's been playing it on stage for quite a while now, and now they're finally available to buy. <sighs> I don't need
2: it, but man, look at it. Look at it. Uh, I mean... <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. I don't need a jazz master. But I'm sure as heck gonna be buying one at some point.
1: I'm looking over at my black one right now, thinking, "Wow, it'd sure look cool if there was a white one next to it."
2: Mm. Well, you know, as Paul McCartney said, "Ebony and ivory go together in perfect harmony." Oh, (laughs) he wasn't alone when he said that. Um, I'm not even sure it was him. It's very the eighties is very blurry.
1: It wasn't. I'm I'm very confused right now. I wasn't even alive when
2: that song came out yet. I know that that wasn't him. Period of time. So I think we are about done here. We have touched on most of these subjects except for bry. There's a new yes. Star Wars game coming out. It's based on Red Dead Redemption 2.
0: Yeah, but whenever you whenever you sent me that link this morning, I was hadn't had my coffee yet and I thought you said R2D2. And I was no. like what? <laughs> Like a game from, the, from R2-D2's perspective? What are you talking until, about?
1: Until just now, I literally thought that's what it was still.
2: I mean, that is the game that we all want to play. R2-D2 simulation. Right. Because mm-hmm. no, you abbreviated
0: isn't... Red Dead Redemption.
2: Right? Yes, to RDR. Yeah. Which is the standard
0: abbreviation. RDR2, and before coffee, Brian, read that as R2-D2. <laughs>
1: Until just now, Blake still thought it was R2-D2, and I was like, I don't understand why Richard's so excited about playing this (laughs) R2-D2 game, but all right.
2: Maybe next week I should send Brian a bill for $0,0001 and see whether he gives me 10000 in
0: exchange. Right. One thing, everybody,
1: as you hear this, I will be flying to or already in Fort Wayne, and uh, if you want to see... Gear Fest shenanigans go to the social medias, and you can see me doing dumb things with cool gear.
0: Well, if you happen to stray about three hours south of there, stop by.
1: I won't, but uh, I'll think about it.
0: (laughs) Everyone needs a good road trip. I hate road trips. You hate me?
1: No, I love you. (laughs) I hate you both.
0: (laughs) All right, Richard. Who are we doing today for the executive producers? I think I'm going to read them in the style of a British football
2: commentator reading out the results to the classified football uh, results. That's All right, the brother. only Wait. thing I can do. Okay, okay. Unless you want to jump in, Bri. No, I'm good. You go ahead. Okay, here we go. All right. <clears throat> Bill Bays, Jake Young, Justin Burke, David Tyndall, Knight Hoss, Dave Trombetti. Shannon Weaver and the band reduced to rust. Eric Wilson. Vidar Frostad. Michael Freer. Sean Arbo of Gunstreet Street Wiring. Rick Calhoun of Honey Picks. DJ Patty F. Dylan Talks Tone. Stran. Kevin Harrington. Good Barry Lord! From Grez Guitars. <laughs> Felicity, who makes the annoying memes. (sighs) Tom Kelly. Big Z. John O'Neill. Robert Carr. Hunter Hudson. Rob Stokes. Jordan from Poison Noises. Nick Spano. The Twang Kings. Okay, I think I see this. Sasha Sir. Jay Stratton. Seth Williford. Grumpy Mike. Harry
0: Post. Mike. Peace. Barbie pedals. I have to say, if that's what your football commentators sound like, it's no wonder no, that's fall how they read. For any game.
2: that's how they read the scores out at the end of the day. The commentary is very much like your American football. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, Bobby just got that one in the go right there. That sort of thing. Yeah, but I can't do that yet.
0: Mm. I'm working on it.
2: This is my first
0: impersonation for you. Oh, that's pretty to. good. All right. I'll I like think it. there's some classes on Udemy on how to talk like that.
1: Hey, they're not sponsoring. You don't bring up their name. Oh, so Oh, but if
2: you do want to sponsor us, send us money. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the uh, best way then you to can get sponsor a sponsor.
1: Us.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like yeah. our producers. <laughs> All right. So we got a lot of UFO talk today for the Patreon. Yes, we do. And I'm, I'm here for that. So if you're not a member of Patreon, you are missing out on probably the greatest podcast, probably even better than these. I'm so excited. Typical podcasts. I would would say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're you're really missing out. So, to all of our uh, Patreoners, we'll talk to you in just a minute. Everyone else, next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Chasing Tone Podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com, and I'll personally get your email. To email Blake, simply email info at tonemob.com, and Richard can be reached at richard at wamplerpedals.com. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is to share this podcast with a friend, leave a review and a rating wherever you normally get your podcasts, Also, check out Blake's podcast called The Tone Mob, and make sure you check out WamplerPedals.com for blogs, videos, and of course, guitar effects. If you'd like to hear the post-podcast conversations and to get even more content, twice the amount of podcast episodes, simply check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Chasing Tone Podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.